All right, so you get a new job. You're doing like um, marketing and like street team promotions. Uh, street teen promotions? Street team. So oh, okay. like you're around town, you put up. Uh, so I was like, that's a pimp. Yeah. You go walk around, you put up like um, posters, you hand out samples, stuff like that. It's for this drink. Um, Darius Rucker is putting out an energy drink. It's called Rucker Mode. What's it taste like? I mean, I, I need to know this if I'm going to be selling this. Yeah. So the first time that you uh, you drink it, you like sip it and you're like, it's all right, I guess. It's basically like, <clears throat> it kind of tastes like a, more of like a orange flavored Red Bull. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And so at first you're Something just, that the market doesn't have. Yeah. You, yeah. And so at first you're like, it's all right, I guess. But like after a while, like you see the way people react to it. Like one guy drinks it and he does that bit like in cartoons where they jump in the air and their their feet kind of just act like they're running in the air. And then as soon as they hit, yeah, they hit the ground, they just like take off. Oh, Jesus. One guy like blasts off like a rocket. He's never found again. So this is like a pretty intense. Obviously, I'd be filming this for, you know, marketing reasons to right. show actual footage of, you know, gives you wings. <laughs> right. So, uh, like, and this is what, like, like Darius Rucker does to get in character as Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. Like, he'll just drink, like, three of these, start howling at the moon. And, like, whenever you tell people, like, oh, yeah, this is um, Rucker mode. It's from Darius Rucker. They're like, who's that? And you're like, they're like oh, is that, uh, oh, Hootie. You mean Hootie? And you, like, will grab them by their shirt and you go, his name is Darius Rucker. Does, does he have a song about the drink? Not yet, no. Okay, okay. But like, you get so upset when people call him Hootie. You just feel like it's clearly just a joke that's not him. And like, you're just sick of it. So you get pretty into this job. But after a while, you're just like, is this even what I want to be doing? Just doing marketing stuff for like an energy drink that's like, okay. am, I, am I wearing regular clothes or is it like, what's the outfit? Uh, um, what's my uniform? Your uniform is you wear uh, like big overalls. You have like a uh, like a, like a one of those uh, like a hayseed. You got that thing sticking out of your mouth. Corn you know? cob pipe. Yeah, and um, you have a, like a butt flap in the uh, overalls. Is it like a real flap or is it like a? It's legit. You're not allowed to wear underwear. Oh, so okay. sometimes like it'll just fall open. You sh- just your ass. All right. So obviously, I need to you know put all my waxing on my taxes. Yeah, and you expenses. and you are whack. Like you go to this new place in town to get uh, your butt wax. It's called, uh, it's called wax on, wax off, and then in parentheses, Karate Kid. <laughs> you go there. The, uh, is that a little quote line. Yeah, the main uh, the main person working there is um, this. Dude. Do I walk in and immediately I'm insulted? I'm like, oh, it's the, this is the character who said it. It's not from the movie, you know. <laughs> they're like correct their grammar on their own sign you say that like and they're like oh shit like they get like really worried and they're like look dude don't tell the owner <laughs> but they're it's like, mr miyagi they're like just don't just don't and so you're kind of like weirded out by that uh but the main uh waxer is uh this woman named um gertrude stein is that is that just one name or is that like is that just her last name? She That's just her goes first last and name? last name, Gertrude okay. Stein. Uh, Gertrude Stein, Gertrude Stein. Yeah, okay. and so she um, she's like pretty good at her job. Waxes that ass, fucking hurts so bad. 
But you know what? She like waxes. She like pulls straight up instead of like a cross. Not only does she pull up, she tells you she's going to pull up and that she's not supposed to pull up. And you go, what? And then she does it and you just go, ah! um, it's honestly hilarious. Like, like, like you, you can see why she does it. Like you drive home and like your ass just hurts so bad, but you're like, ah, well, it's kind of funny though. <laughs> so you get, uh, you're working. I kind of drive on my side. Yeah. Because I don't want to sit down on <laughs> So I drive like, on one hip. The fifth time that happens, you're like, man, I don't know about this job. Uh, especially because um, your your butt flap opened earlier in the day, and like there was clearly a spot she missed. Like, oh right, made, and like that one spot I can't see, yeah. no matter how hard I try. You have no idea, and like, because why would you even know? So like, some like neighborhood kid saw it, and he was like, "Nice butt, not shave your butt, stupid." And you're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and you're like, "What? Why am I doing this job? Like, this is <clears throat> so dumb. Like, like I don't even really like this drink that much. Whatever." And then you see a sign advertising. The first ever mass human migration to the planet Mars. Okay. And you're like, whoa. And it says all the stuff they need. They need farmers. They need, um, you know, teachers, mathematicians. So is this like on a billboard? Is this like a Facebook post? It's a billboard. Okay. Yeah. And, um, And also it says we need poets. And entertainers. And you look at that and just something. It's almost like something snaps in you. Not in like a violent or like or like a bad way. But you just feel an intense desire. You want to be the first man to do a Bob Dylan impression on Mars. And you're like, I'm going to fucking be that guy. <clears throat> And David Bowie on the whole way there. You're gonna, dude. You're gonna, you're doing everything. So you, so there's like a lottery thing you sign up for, whatever. And um, you sign up for it. You pick ticket number sixty nine. Oh, so literally a lottery. Literally, yeah. okay. And um, is there any paperwork I got to go through? Any physicals? No, and that's a little bit weird. Like it's it's, it's oh, being a yeah. You'd expect there would be. Yeah, it's being funded by the, the Lanolax Corporation. Uh, and it's under their like um, interstellar travel. Have I heard of them? They sound familiar. Have I heard of them? You're like you see their products. You, you don't really get what they do. Mm-hmm. Like they don't seem to make anything, but they have like buildings all over town, all over the world. It's a little confusing, but you're like whatever. Like <clears throat> a lot of corporate red tape or whatever. So um, you win this lottery, and you're like, hell yeah, I can't wait to do this. How do, how do I win? Do they call me? Do they come to the door with like? Yeah. Um. So there's a there's a knock on the door. Yes. What do you uh, do? Uh, uh, well, I can't say come in because I have it locked, obviously, with yeah. like nine locks because I'm a paranoid schizophrenic. So I go sure. and I un- unlock it and I open it up slowly with the chain still on. And standing there is this guy. Um, he's wearing like a like a black suit. Uh, he has a skull tattoo on his face. He like, goes, what, like like a like a Cinco de Mayo kind of skull? Yeah. Or, well, okay. And he goes, uh, hey, Timmy, uh, my name is Victor Cross. I'm from the Lanolax Corporation. Guess what? You won! He hands you a balloon, and on the balloon, in parentheses, it says, "You're going to Mars." Is it like I hope it's I hope it's a round red balloon? Otherwise, he's totally lost on the marketing, and you, I'll scold him for it. You look at it and you think to yourself, "This is the most red balloon I've ever seen in my life." Nice. Yeah. So he goes, "All right, well, um, you know, we got to do uh, some stuff before we send you guys off. It'll be in uh, about six months from now. Uh, but you know what? You're going to be uh, living with like people." 
you know, they've never met before. So we're doing a, a mixer tonight for everyone who won. Uh, we're doing it at the RBM Food Mart on Manor Road <laughs> at eight o'clock. We're doing like this cool, fun thing. You want to come? I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. How many people should I bring anything? He goes, Is don't black tie, white tie. He goes, wear whatever you want, my friend. Uh, he goes, don't worry about bringing anything. We got you covered. Does he do the double guns? It sounds like he does the double guns. You think that, but you look at his hands and they're in his pockets. Okay, does he like flap his shoulders, something like, or is he literally just standing there stiff? Because that would that would freak me out. He's I'd, standing I'd feel there very stiff, awkward. Yeah, oh, stiff okay. as a board. Oh, okay. Oh. And he so, goes, yeah, that chain is not coming off the door. Yeah, and he goes, we've been right. talking through the through the crack the, the whole, whole time. time. Yeah, and he goes, all right, well, uh, we'll see you there. RBM Food Mart, eight o'clock. He turns around, his body uh, transmutes into a rainbow, and he kind of goes boo and disappears. I think that's kind of weird. Um, you so I close the door, yeah. lock it fully, and I go to the medicine cabinet and make sure that I take all of my medicine. There's, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this again. Okay, yeah. all right. So you do that, and then you're like, you don't know what to do for the rest of the day, so you, you sit down, you watch, t- you turn on the TV. Uh, it's a show called Chunks. Uh, <laughs> Chunks is about these two guys named Howie and Chip, and they just, like, break things. And so, like, they'll chunk stuff. So, like, in one episode, um, they chunk like an old car in one episode, they chunk an original copy of the constitution. Uh, like it's a pretty fun show. You watch it for a couple hours. Uh, and they're just like, uh, on this, on today's episode of chunks, we're going to be chunking my mom's grave chunks. And you're like, that's a weird, is this in term. front of a live studio audience or no, is, oh, okay. No, it's, it's all, it's all pre, uh, yeah, pre, okay. Pre, okay. <clears throat> And so um, it's almost eight o'clock. You decide to go to this mixer. Like, you know, that first encounter was kind of strange, but whatever. He's I've probably taken not in medicine. You've taken it I've all. I've done my go. talking to myself back yeah. and forth. So you walk, you you go to this mixer and um, <clears throat> it's actually pretty fun. They, they have like um, this guy playing piano on the second floor or sorry, on, on the roof of the RBM food mart. Uh, it's pretty good. It's like jazz. You're like, oh, kind of cool. And um you're just kind of what taking song it. is he playing? What song is he playing? Do I recognize it? Is it a Yeah, he's playing the song So What by Miles Davis. You walk in. As you walk in, you're not really, you don't even notice where the music's coming from. You just hear and you're like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And you look up and there's just like some guy up there. You can't really see who it is. Uh you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, you go inside and uh, you start meeting some people and there's guys there who they're like, yeah, you know, um, I was a uh, soldier or I was a farmer. I was this or that. And uh, they're like, well, what about you? Uh, what, what are you coming to Mars to do? I would be like, oh, oh, I'm, a, you know, uh, entertainment and uh, moral support. And I give kind of a, yeah, yeah. swinging arm. And they go team like, spirit. And they're like, oh, man, that's good. I, I was worried about getting bored up there. Yeah, got got you covered. And uh, he's just like, well, nice, n- he goes, nice to meet you. He walks away. You never see him again. Uh, so you're kind of like, all right, well, whatever. And you kind of like turn around right as the exact same time as this uh, woman behind you turns around. So you guys almost like crash into each other. You're like, oh, boy, sorry. And she's like, are we like carrying food or drinks at this time? Um, you're holding an ice cold Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. No it's, ice in it. It's been chilled to the right temperature. It is the coldest thing. It's probably, let alone the coldest drink, it's definitely the coldest experience you've ever had in your life. I don't know. That dude's 
physical body language was pretty cold earlier. It was, but this defeats that body. You 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 forgot the guy even oh, existed. Okay, okay the good. second you took a sip of that ice, <laughs> cold okay. Dr Pepper. You sip it a, a second. You sip it a, a second time, and you turn and you look at her, and you go, "Huh, talk about having a second opinion." And she goes, "Is that a Dr Pepper?" And you go, "Yeah," and she just cracks up. So you're like, "Oh, this is weird." And uh, you I end would up, be. I would be very concerned about that. You end up talking to her for for a little bit. Her name is um, her name is Amanda Strawberry. And she, uh, you guys actually like kind of hit it off. You, you talk for a minute or two and then she's like, Hey, um, I need to, uh, just make a phone call real quick. Uh, but, uh, I'll see, I'll see you around. See Do you. I ask her what she does? Like what she's on the, on the, yeah. Part um, of the crew she for? is a scientist. Oh, okay. She works for a lab. Um, they invented the world's first. Racist parrot. <laughs> they like um, through different like experiments and like they wanted oh, to see if animals could be racist too, like a real social experiment. She's like, look, I don't really know why we did it. Like it was just what the people told us to do. My boss, uh, Frank Crank, uh, he told me that we need to do this. Like I don't know. Like it's like looking back on it, it seems kind of silly. But I feel like I had no purpose, and now I feel like I kind of do. So, so I lean in and go, ah, government funding, huh? And she goes, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> so she's like, anyway, I got to call somebody up. I'll, 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 I'll see you. Uh, hopefully, uh, you'll, you'll be here when I come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she walks away, and uh, you're kind of like, oh, that was interesting. And um, you just hear from above you on the roof. You just hear a voice go, ah, oh, pretty girl, huh? And you kind of go like, what? And you look up and this guy, uh, there's like curtains outside of the uh, RBM Food Mart. He just like slides down on the curtain. Smooth like Jackie Chan. Like Jackie Chan times a thousand. Like the guy Jackie Chan thinks of. You know what I mean? He uh, pops up perfectly. And uh, you kind of take this guy in. He's wearing a maroon shirt. Like what kind of shirt? Like just a button-up polo or t-shirt? Oh, okay. He's wearing a uh, tight stonewashed jeans, a badass leather jacket, and it's kind of strange because his hands are the biggest hands you've ever seen in your life. But like only when like you're not looking at them. Proportionately like, or unproportionately? Unproportionately, like you. <laughs> Like when you're looking at them, they seem kind of normal. But like when you kind of turn your head to the side out of the corner of your eye, they look freakishly big. Okay. okay. And um, yeah. he uh, sticks out his hand and he goes, uh, the name's Mickey. Mickey Less. Do you shake his hand? I shake, yeah, I shake one of his fingers. Yeah. So you, you shake his hand. And um, for a moment, you remember like... Um, when you were young, the first time you were on a swing set in that October air, hurtling through it, and you felt like there's no one on this planet has ever been up as high as me. That's like the thought you had when you're on that uh, that swing set. You smell uh, s'mores in the distance. 
you know that soon it'll be dark and you'll have to go home, but you also know that tomorrow you can do this all day long. You hear the uh, laughter of a child on that crisp October air. So Mickey Les is like, uh, yeah, anyway, um, what's, what's, what's your name? He goes, let me guess. Like, I can usually guess pretty well. Uh, Brian? I just shake my head. And he goes, huh, that's weird. Then he kind of looks at you and he goes, what the fuck is that? And he like kind of goes up to your ear and he pulls like a magic trick out of your ear, a piece of paper that says, Tim. And he goes, nice to meet you. Ah, just a party trick. He goes, anyway, um, she seems uh, kind of like she's into you. Miss Strawberry. Is she is she anywhere near us at, no, at this she, point? No, she's like her, walked away. Okay, you see her. Uh, <laughs> she is like kind of on the outs, like like in the parking lot, uh-huh. uh, and uh, like she's talking on the phone to somebody, and uh, so she she can't hear you at all. And he goes, "Look, um, I know this is going to sound kind of strange, but I kind of do this thing where I like to kind of help people get together." He goes, "It just seems like um, you guys kind of hit it off back there." Um, I'd love to, I mean, what's up? You need some help? First, what does this guy do? I mean, what what's his part of the whole ship he mission? He goes, ah, I do this and that. And he winks at you. And for a second, you feel like at peace. Oh, okay. You had a, had a hangnail on uh, your left pinky for the whole day. You look yeah. down, it's gone. Just somehow. Yeah. Didn't even notice. Your fingernail looks as strong as it's ever been. <laughs> Just that you th- one. You think to yourself, and you don't know why you think this. You look at this and you go... With this nail, I can do anything. I could do coke. If you want to. Yeah. So he's like, anyway, yeah, I just uh, do this and that. I just like to, uh, you know, help people out, you know. And he goes, uh, she, she starts walking back and he goes, just follow my lead. Huh? What, what, what I up. say? Just kind of like a whisper and voice cracking. Before you can say anything, she walks back up. And then he just goes, ha ha. Uh, good joke, Tim. Uh, anyway, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll leave you two to this evening. He winks at you. He walks away. Does she see the wink or is it just- She kind of like looks away at just at the exact second. You look at his leather jacket that he's wearing and you think to yourself, that's what they meant when, uh, if you gaze into the void, it gazes back. Just that total and complete- blackness of his leather jacket and so she's like um so she talks to you you guys end up talking for a while and it's like you guys have like a lot in common like same music and movies and stuff like that am i aware of how far out of my league she is i mean she's a scientist i mean brother (laughs) it's not even a different league it's a different like sport you know what i mean this is like a little league slow pitch softball player going one-on-one against LeBron James in basketball. But she's cool as hell. And like, you're nervous, but you're like, of course, yeah, you have like such an adrenaline rush going that you're just like, you're just like being as cool as a cucumber. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Not cool. Cool. As a cucumber, you just start like, but you start getting nervous. You're not certain what to do. And you kind of look over his shoulder and you see Mickey Lass and he's kind of like motioning for both of you to kind of like walk towards him. What do you do? Uh, oh, hey, hey I, th- I, think he, I think he wants to talk to us. 
So you start to like walk over and uh, as you walk towards him, um, he kind of like grins and you slip on a banana peel. You like go, you fly like 10 feet in the air and you land and you go. Do, do I land on my freshly waxed asshole? You do. Okay. And you go, oh, my bottom. And like she just cracks up and she's like, oh, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I think so. And you, you look up and Mickey Les just gives you a huge fucking thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, afterwards, um, she's like, well, you know, um, I'm pretty hungry. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Do you want to maybe get something to eat? You look I mean, over I mean, his shoulder and he's going thumbs up and he winks at you again. Is, is he even being inconspicuous or is he like, she is, he like is he hiding in the crowd or, and he, I'm the only one who can see him um, or is he like just standing? He's there? not hiding from the crowd, but like he's all, he always takes pains to make sure that she can't see what he's doing. Right. So how like obvious is it that he's like talking to me and not someone over my shoulder? Um, well, I mean, it depends on how cool you play. Oh, okay. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. There's no food here. I mean, it's just been drinks, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Let's go, go get something to eat. So yeah. you guys go, there's a, uh, an Applebee's, uh, next door or not next door, but nearby. So, um, you go there and, uh, you're walking and, uh, the hostess is, you know, waiting for him. Cassandra, Sock. <laughs> she goes, Hey, I'm Cassandra Sock. Welcome to Applebee's. How's it spelled? How's the last name spelled? Uh, S O C K X. Oh, socks. No, sock. Oh, okay. German. She doesn't really know. Oh, uh, okay. She's no. like, I'm kind of a mud, I guess, huh? Nah. But there's like a little bit of sadness in her eyes. So, um, She's like, all right, well, table for two. I'll put you in our fine. And she goes, I'll put you in our finest booth. And you can tell she actually means it. You're like, that's weird. And um, so you start to like walk and suddenly you just feel pressure on your chest like you've never felt before. You look down, it's that giant fucking meaty hand. And you just hear him whisper, hold on a sec. You let her walk a little <clears throat> ahead of her. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, when uh, she kind of knows this is the dude from before. This is the Mickey giant. Less, yeah. Okay. Giant. Uh, and uh, as she walks away, she kind of like turns around like, well, where's Tim? And right as she turned, uh, she turns around. He just like kicks you in the shins and you go, oh, and you fall over. And she's like, holy shit. And she just starts laughing. She's like, I love Pratt Falls. Does she see him or is he like hiding behind a corner? Or no, he does it from long distance. Hmm. Like after he stops you, he like runs to their side so she can't see him, and he just uh, takes a uh, he takes two bricks and just hurls them as hard as he can at your shins. <laughs> Luckily, you're wearing shin guards. Does Does anyone else see these? Does no, else? it's pretty busy night. Oh, okay. You're wearing shin guards. It's kind of like the thing that like the youth are doing, and you're like, yeah, you're like, I, I want to be hip. So you wear, they're all wearing shin guards. I, I, I do a little bit of like a, like a laugh, but there's a cry. There's a single tear from the from like the the sharp corner of the brick that goes down my cheek. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And silly Pratt falls. And, but she's like <laughs> laughing hysterically. She's like, I love a guy who can just laugh at himself like that. And I just love watching people get hurt. So you sit down and uh, you guys have like a, a really nice meal uh, throughout it. Uh, Mickey Les keeps like like pelting you with stuff and making sure every time you get up, like at one point you like try to put salt on your, what would you order at Applebee's? Oh, pro probably, probably just a burger, burger and fries, classic, classic burger and yeah, fries. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so you'd pick up some salt to put it on and you go to like put it and uh, someone had unscrewed the salt thing and also replaced all the salt with uh, fire ants. So uh, you just dump a bunch of fire ants on the burger. And some then, white fire ants? No. And they, uh, <laughs> they run on you and start biting you and you're like, oh my God. And she's just like, oh, that's so funny. And, and she's like, she's like, again, I just love a guy who can laugh at himself. Like guys are getting like just bitten. So um, you're kind of like, at I mean, I'd obviously call for the waiter. I'd obviously. You call him over. She yeah. walks over. Uh, she's like, yeah, her name is Shauna Nana. And she's like, hey, uh, she goes, how, what's up? I was like, there's, there's fire, fire ants in my, my food. She just cracks up. She's like classic and. So uh, you, uh, by the end of the meal, you're like exhausted. You've been like bitten by fire ants. Your shins kind of hurt. Um, at one point, uh, Mickey Les uh, paid a little kid to run up and uh, kick you in the balls and all this stuff. So you're in like pretty bad shape. Like you're like one of your eyes is like, like pretty much shut by this point. <laughs> like cuts all over you. She doesn't seem to notice. She's just been laughing this whole time. And you get to know her and like she's cool. Like she's like... Again, she, you guys have very similar tastes in like music and movies and stuff like that. Um, there's a bunch of like cult TV shows that you grew up loving that you guys talk about. You, when you were a teenager, you watched this show called That's a Mighty Fine Rabbit. And what it was is it was uh, this weird like show that was sometimes funny. Sometimes it was unbearably sad about a man who um, he lived with a uh, rabbit. And it's never made clear if the rabbit talking to talking is the rabbit voice in his head or the rabbit actually talking. Uh-huh. Later on, the guy who um, played like the main character, Bruce, he, uh, Bruce, Bruce, he uh, killed himself. He threw himself out, out of a window because it was just so hard to work with that rabbit, apparently. So, so rabbit, you, rabbit had like a, a better um, agent and better. Had a better uh, trailer, had a better everything. Better contract. Got paid more. So, like, you guys discussed that. So, she's actually, like, again, she's really cool and blah, 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 blah. She, like, she laughs at, like, pretty much everything you say, especially when you get hurt really badly. And then um, you get up to go to the bathroom real quick. And then um, Mickey Lass is, like, waiting for you in the men's room. It's big fucking hands. And he goes, all right. He goes, you're almost there. He goes, I'm going to do one more thing. And then I think, you know. And, goes, and I go, almost where? He goes, and he looks at you, and he go, and he raises eyebrows, and he goes, "Come on, Timmy." I, I don't know what we're talking about. He goes, "One more thing, and then I think that like that seals the deal." I mean, does this have? Is this like part of like the getting to go to Mars thing? Is this is this part of the nope, something totally different? Oh, okay. Even though she is going to Mars too, so oh, keep okay. that in mind. He goes, "I only got one more pratfall for you to do." He goes, "I'm gonna shoot you in the heart." <laughs> He goes, not with an actual gun. It's going to be a fake gun. It's going to hurt, but it's not going to be, you know, fatal. It's not going to pierce your skin. Uh, then afterward, after she goes, oh, my God, I'm going to hit you with a pie. And then she realizes, oh, it's just a joke. And he goes, and then, and he, like, takes out uh, from his leather jacket some uh, dark sunglasses, puts the sunglasses on, and then kind of, like, puts the sunglasses down a little bit to look down at you. And he goes, and then... You know what happens. He winks at you. So he does all that just to look at me from on top the rim of the glasses. Yeah. Uh, 
You actually like, you're like that's silly, but you're like, that's kind of cool. I was like, can, can I see the gun first? He goes, definitely. He pulls it out. It looks real. But he shows it to you. Like he opens the um, the chamber and stuff to show that it's not right. not real gun, uh, not real bullet, stuff like that, whatever. Right. And so he goes, all right, so are you in? Do you do it? I was like, yeah, can, can I shoot you first? See, he, make sure it doesn't. He goes, definitely. He hands you the gun. Yeah. You shoot, shoot him, him in, the, right, in the arm. Right in the leg. Yeah, in the, in the leg. And he goes, ow, man. He goes, that's smarts. I got to tell you. He goes, oh, I'll feel, I'll feel that tomorrow. Or maybe I won't. Ha huh. <laughs> ha. So he goes, you in? I was like, what do yeah, you do? yeah, sure. Yeah. So you walk back out and he goes like, all righty. And um, you sit down and she says to you like, hey, uh, I feel a little bad. I'm sorry I keep laughing at you for getting hurt. It's just that like. I grew up, I love the Three Stooges. I would watch it with my parents, and that's kind of like a treasured memory of mine. And um, I just love watching like people. me too. He's, she's like, oh, what was your favorite? And you start to answer, and you see uh, Mickey Les walk over to you, and then suddenly he just like shoots you in the heart. And you go like, it's the same bull as before. So you're like, oh, like you pretend that uh. I like, And she goes, oh my God. And he runs up and hits you with the, the pie. And she just falls out of her chair laughing. Like she just cannot believe what she just saw. She was like, well, you really got me. She goes, Timmy, I'm in love with you. <laughs> and she goes, you know what's about to happen. She reaches into uh, Mickey Les's leather jacket, pulls out those sunglasses, puts them on, and then kind of puts them down so she can look down at you. And she goes, you know. I like look at both of them. I'm like, is this, y'all are in on this? Is this a is this a thing? And Mickey just kind of winks at you and he goes, all right, kids, have a good night. If you know what I'm saying, he winks at you, he walks away and you're like, hell yeah. And she goes, you know, my place is just right around the corner. What do you say? Cool. So you won't have to pay too much on Uber. And I kind of, and she just cracks up. She goes, oh, Tim, she takes out her phone. She like puts in the address for an Uber and stuff. And she goes, let's go outside. Grabs you by the hand, pulls you up. You walk outside. And then a man shoots you in the heart for real. (laughs) You fall over and you go, oh, no. And then uh, instead of hitting you with uh, a pie, he hits you with uh, another brick in your fucking face. And uh, he he looks down and he he goes, I'm going to be the first Bob Dylan impersonator on Mars. After all, I'm the best at it. It's not a very good Bob Dylan impression. Uh, After so, all, I'm the best at it. And he goes, son of a bitch you are. And he shoots you in the head. <laughs> so you die. As you I never- die, can I just look look to the camera and, and just kind of like shrug to the audience as it just fades to a circle of black? <laughs> you try to do that, but it just, you're just in so much pain you can't move. Uh, you never get to go to Mars. Um, what was there any anything in my contract that said I had to go to Mars alive? No, it was just kind of implied. Uh, uh, at your funeral, uh, there's one remaining figure after everyone's left. He walks up to the uh, the grave with the caskets in, the freshly dug dirt, waiting to return. To the earth, where we all will return to one day. That giant fucking hand picks up the shovel. (laughs) He uh, silently 
fills the grave with the dirt. By himself? Is there no one else there? No. A single tear rolls down his cheek. It almost hits that leather jacket. It lands on uh, top of that. Wait, is he wearing the leather jacket now? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was always wearing a leather jacket. And he, uh, the tear uh, falls off. And again, almost. It comes so close. Touching that leather jacket. Lands on uh, top of that grave. And a strawberry plant comes out. They turn out to be poisonous. Uh, the grave site gets sued into oblivion, and they have to uh, get rid of all the graves. They quarantine get, they the whole area. Well, then quarantine. It's not it. safe for the dead. Well, they well, no, because they they get sued by the family, the people who get poisoned by it. So they take over the uh, the cemetery. They get rid of uh, all the bodies. They just turn into a, a Dave and Buster's. It goes out of business within a year. All the bodies were thrown into a pit and set on fire outside of town. <laughs> Wah 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 w